Hey there, welcome to First Five. If you're looking for encouragement, you came to the right place. Let's dive in. So I'm a very capable person. Like that's something that I believe about myself. That's something that I've always believed about myself. Now, uh, in this season of my life, I realized just how incapable I am of making really anything happen, just how out of control I actually am, just how in control God actually is. But in former seasons of my life, my level of capability or my belief in myself and my abilities rather, um, always and very typically kept me away from dependence on God because I believe that I could do it. I can take care of it. I, I can make that job happen. I, I can make money. Okay. I don't have to depend on God for those resources. I can go out there and get it. I can go out there and hustle. I can go out there and grind. I can go out there and do just about anything I need to do to be able to provide for myself. Provision is on me. And then I felt the same way about relationships. God, you know, I, I got game, you know, like I, I'll go have a conversation over here. I, I don't really need to seek you in these directions for relationships. Like you can have these parts of me, but you don't need that part of me. Like I got that part. I'm very capable and, and able to be able to navigate my own relationships. And what I realized is that my level of capability, my belief in my own abilities was keeping me unaware of my spiritual need. You ever found yourself in that position before? Or like your belief in yourself, your belief in what you can do for yourself is keeping you from an awareness of your spiritual need, your dependency on God. And I was looking even last week Again, at Matthew 5, kind of looking at the Sermon on the Mount, looking at the Beatitudes and really just coming into this understanding of what it means to have a spiritual need and ultimately what that produces in the life of a believer. And so I want to show this to you. Matthew 5, verse 3. There's just one verse, but I want to read it to you. This is Jesus speaking. He's delivering arguably his most well-known sermon. And he's saying this, he's saying, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You know, I, I, I'm a type of person that wants to be rich in spirit. <laughs> I don't want to be poor in spirit. I, I, I want to be to be full. I want to be abundant. I want to have all the uh, what, whatever the, the adjectives are that just mean more. That's what I want. And so reading something like this, where it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, is really just an upside down way of looking at things. It, it brings a little bit of confusion to my heart, to my soul, because I'm like, God, blessed are the poor in spirit. Well, what about all those verses about you doing exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think? What about that? What about the abundant life? What about life and life more abundantly? What, what, what about that? That, that's what I want, to be poor in spirit. What, what does that look like? Simply a dependence on God. See, let me just break this down for you. What I love about verse three is it says, blessed are the poor in spirit. That word blessed literally connotes happy. Maybe you've heard it said before that, you know, God's not concerned about your happiness. He's concerned about your holiness. God's concerned about both. But the way to your happiness may look different than what you imagined it would be. 
It may not be your hustle. It may not be your grind. It may not be your ability to be able to accomplish things for yourself, but your way to happiness, to being blessed, your way to happiness may be lowliness. Your way to happiness may be humility. Your way to happiness may look different than you assumed that it would. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Happy are the poor in spirit. That word poor just connotes in the Greek, uh, it literally just means being conscious of their spiritual need. That when you are poor in spirit, you are conscious, you are aware of your spiritual need and how many times in our lives, let's be honest, how many times in our lives has our dependency on self, dependency on ourselves to get through a relationship, dependency on ourselves to, to do this job well, dependency on ourselves to make ends meet for ourselves. How often has our dependency on ourselves made us completely unaware of our spiritual need for God? You see, it's actually when I began to acknowledge my need for God, when I began to say, you know what, like my life is not really in my own hands. God, I can't really do this by myself. God, I, I can't make ends meet by myself. Actually, we're drowning under bills. I know I can't go out here and try to hustle my way through it. God, I need you. And when I came to that place, to that conclusion, to that understanding that I was in need of God, that I was someone who was broken, who was drowning, who was destitute, and I was in need of a savior. When I came to that understanding that I was in need of Jesus, that is when I ultimately found the most peace. Because I realized it's not in my control. Yes, I'm faithful to do the things that I'm supposed to do. I go to work, but I can't just manufacture opportunity. I can't just manufacture moments of, of divine encounter. Like I, I can't just manufacture when people would, when we were hurting uh, financially and people would leave envelopes of money in our door. Unmarked, we had no idea who it came from, but just when we needed it, there was provision. I can't manufacture those moments. But it's when I came into an awareness of my spiritual need for God that I found true peace, that I found happiness because I was no longer in control. I knew that God was in control. So that maybe that's an encouragement for you today. Maybe today is the day to relinquish control. Maybe today is the day to come into an awareness of your spiritual need for God, that you would find happiness, you would find peace, you would find joy, you would find love and kindness and gentleness and faithfulness and goodness and self-control and patience simply by coming into an awareness of your need for because when you become aware of the fact that you need God, that's when he comes in in power. That's when he comes in to save. That's when you see him as savior and deliverer. He's the one that sets you free. He's the one that leads you into greater pastures. He is God and he is in control. Come into an awareness of your spiritual need. Acknowledge and accept the fact that you need a savior. We need a savior. And then let's say if you don't believe in Jesus, when you put your faith and your trust in Jesus, yours is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Happy are the poor in spirit. Happy are those who are conscious of their spiritual need for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Would we grow ever more aware of our need for God? Would that change the way that we look at the world around us? That we wouldn't have control, but God would be in control and we would be at peace and find true happiness as a result of that. I really hope that that encourages you today. We'll talk soon.